Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, April 17th. Hope you had a great week and having an even better weekend. Lots to talk about. We'll talk about the production or lack thereof of the Rays this week. Lightning had a pretty good week up and down. Had a nice win Thursday night. Come from behind victory. And anything else that you might want to talk about. The number here as always is 877-448-7901. You can email the show sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to jump into the show on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house. And after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking about the lightning. They had a great win, a come-from-behind victory on Thursday evening when we beat the uh, Florida Panthers 3-2. That victory picked up two more points. It kept us tied for the uh, division lead in the Central Division with Carolina uh, and Florida. So Florida's one point back at this point. It was a great game. Listening to some other um, analysis this week and some sports people talking about the lightning being flat. They don't have the same um, mojo that they've had the last couple years at this point. Some doom and gloom with Stamkos going down on the IR. Kucherov not back yet. There's some uh, The energy's not there right now. Let me tell you something. A, a win is a win in the NHL, very tough to, to beat another team on any given night. We did that. We picked up the two points. A lot of these wins for the Lightning this year have come from uh, deficits w- where we are down and we've been able to come back and win the game. Not always the way that you want to draw it up and do that. I believe 14 times we have done that this year out of 29 wins. So saying all that, I think that it says a couple things. One, we may not be playing at our full capacity earlier in the game. Uh, And number two, when we have to play, we're able to play and come back and finish the job at hand. A lot of times you don't want to rely on Vasilevsky to be able to save you every game. He does look very, very good out there. I believe he's the best goalie in the league all year long. Uh, I don't see any reason why that's going to change. And you know, at some point you can't keep it going at the, the high level that we're used to Every game with the Lightning. I think the bar has been set so high for this team with all the talent that we have that sometimes we take them for granted um, and we're not going to be able to win every game or look good every night. So Vasilevsky had 36 saves 
uh, the other night uh, against Florida. So, you know, if you look at that, a lot of times, a couple mistakes, obviously, on defense. We're addressing them. I think the attitude is there. Uh, I think that, no, don't forget, you're playing against other professionals as, as well. Dridger had, you no know, 16 saves for the Panthers. Uh, the other team, you know, Hornquist and Duclair, they scored for Florida. So, I mean, they're, they're a good team as well, but we were able to get the job done, come from behind and win. We had a great, you know, Hedman scored, like I said, with 54 seconds into the overtime. I think the best player on the planet, I've said that many times, is, is Hedman. And again, he showed it. We've also added uh, to, to help out the team on defense. We picked up Dave Savard from Columbus. He's going to be on the right side of the defense there, helping out a little bit, shoring it up. Uh, and I think he's going to be a great addition to the team. So it, we're doing what we have to do. I don't. Th- the only issues that I see right now with the Lightning is the injury bug, which we've talked about all year long. Every team, every team has their injuries, and the key is to be able to have the next man up mentality and go out there and and get the job done. And I think if it looks sometimes as though the Lightning are coasting during a game, you know they they may be they may be getting ready. Here's what. I've noticed about the Lightning, they are a playoff-ready, playoff-driven team. And you don't have that mentality every game during the regular season. They don't need to win every game during the regular season, and they're not going to for that matter. So when they have to, what I have seen is that Cooper gets the team ready. They go out there. They, they, they try a couple of different lineups. If you look, Russ Colton out there, I mean, he's only played in, what, I think, I believe eight games or something like that. Um, they put him on the fourth line. This kid's unbelievable. I can't see him not being there when you, we do get a couple of players back. So, uh, again, uh, we definitely have all the pieces. I'm not concerned about the way they're playing. What I am concerned about, of course, are the injuries. When you have Kucherov, who's been out all year long, having that hip surgery, that's when you have the MVP of the league from two years ago not being able to be available for your team, it would knock most teams out of, of contention. But because we're so deep and because we're able to have that next man up mentality, that's not the case for us right now. So Kucherov is skating. He is uh, getting better. He's resting. He's able to go out there. He has a non-contact jersey on. Obviously, he's not ready to be able to uh, go into a contact situation, whether it be a practice or in a scrimmage. So he's coming along. The prognosis for him is to try to get him back for the playoffs. I believe the playoffs start the middle of May, May 15th or so. Uh, The issue right now that I think the Lightning need to be concerned about is Stamkos. Stamkos, uh, you know, he missed, I believe, the fourth straight game and he was just put on the long-term injured reserve list for the Bolts with that lower body injury. Now, if you look at the the first day he's eligible to come back would be May 5th. So, you know, that's best case scenario. And you never know. Now, when you listen, when you have a injury in hockey, you don't know exactly what's going on. So many of those things are kept so close to the vest that you don't know if it's a, um, you know, 
uh, undisclosed injury, if it has anything to do with the, the core muscle surgery that, no, he had twice last year's surgery. So you really don't know. All we know is that he's out. The soonest he can come back is May 5th. So we have to make do the best we can without him for that time period. What I've noticed about this team is that when you do lose someone like Stamkos, it kind of takes the air out of your team a little bit because he's the leader. Let's face it, when he's out there on the ice, there's no doubt that he's the the main cog. He's the leader on that team. And you know, when you lose someone like that, of course, you know, you, your mind goes a little bit wondering to what extent is the injury? Will it be like last year while he was only able to play a couple of minutes in the playoffs and what you have to do? So as the mind processes everything like that, uh, next he's told to go out there and play the game. And perhaps that's what the last couple games have been for us. And we're able to maybe not play at 100% of our ability during the whole game, but we're still managing to win games, whether it be in a shootout, whether it be in a comeback. So I, I give the team all the props in the world. I don't see any issue right now with the way they're playing. And again, like we've said all year long, as long as we can keep the injury bug away from this team, and I do believe that we will be able to see uh, Stamkos come back. It may, you know, it may be after May 5th, who knows, but I think he will be able to come back at some point and contribute to his team. Uh, Kucherov, we'll see how it goes. They're not going to push him. I know there's been some talk about, well, with Stamkos on the, on the IL that frees up some calories cap, salary cap space for Kucherov to come back and play sooner. You're not going to rush the injury that Kucherov had with the surgery. He'll come back when he's able to and when the Lightning deem him physically and mentally able to play and to help the team and not risk any further injury. So all that is just saying that be patient, nothing to be concerned about right now. Keep an eye on the status of these guys. We do need a couple players to maybe step it up a little bit. Uh, I would like to see Sorelli get a little bit more involved. I would like to see him uh, step up a little bit more. I'm not sure if he's hurt, but I, I you know, I would like to see him uh, be able to go out there and um, play a little bit more like he has in the not-so-distant past, along with Kalorn as well. So we'll see what happens. Your thoughts on that? 877-448-7901, sportsofpower901.com. We'll be right back after the break and start talking about the Rays. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you and the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 
800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Moving on from the Lightning, let's touch on the Rays a little bit. The Rays had an even tougher week playing the Rangers than the Lightning did on the ice. So at this point, the Rays need to be able to find a lineup and uh, get some pitching, get into a groove, find their rhythm, because as of right now, uh, we're in a little bit of a disarray, in my opinion, with those two components of the game. From the um, batting side, I've got to say I'm a little bit disappointed so far in Austin Meadows and Brandon Lau. I think that those two guys really need to step up for us and start to be able to get into a groove and lead that team. If you look at the Rays, I mean, here's the difference between the Rays and the Lightning. The Lightning, you know who their leaders are. You know that it's Stamkos and you know that it's Hedman. Those two guys, they pretty much spearhead that team and they're not afraid to be a little bit outspoken and vocal when they need to be. And they'll go out there with their everyday work ethic and lead by example. Now, on the race side of everything, we've got a great team. Every year we seem to be able to do better than what the outlook has been. The team comes together during the course of the year. I think Cash does a good job with that. We haven't found the right combinations yet. And like I said, it's early. It's, uh, I think, 13 games into the season. So if you look at what's going on right now, I don't understand this. I'd like to see a little bit less of Susugo. I don't know what they're doing. They're really trying to get him. They put him at leadoff, trying to get him some confidence, more at-bats. Uh, they had him a little bit further down in the lineup to take some pressure off of him. Uh, you know, you would think that this would be the year where he's able to really go out there and start to produce the way that they thought he would when they acquired him. Now, I hope Yoshi's able to come along and do that. But at this point, uh, I, I don't, I'm getting to... Uh, be a little bit concerned and a little tired of, of seeing how they keep on trying to accommodate him at the expense sometimes when they should have. You don't go in there and take a call third strike to end the game as a pinch hitter. Uh, you go out there, you swing the bat. So hopefully he's able to come along. I, I'll tell you what, I'd like to see more of Mike Brosseau. He's out there. He brings a spark to that team. He's able to play you know, a good third base. He's, his bat has been alive, as well as Joey Wendell. He's the quiet leader right now of this team. Wendell's out there with runners in scoring position. He's the most uh, competent bat in the lineup that we have right now. And again, my point is, is that these guys will all come along during this season, but in my opinion, they're missing that leader on the team. Who's the leader? Maybe you can see something that I'm not saying. Let me know. The number is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. Rosarina's bat has kind of come along a little bit. Um, you know, he had a couple good games this past week. I, I, Adamus. I mean, Adamus is, is either hot or cold, great glove, but we need some uh, offensive production 
out of that position as well. You look at you look at Kiermaier not being there. Word is that he may be back uh, sometime during this road trip. Is he the leader on that team? Um, possible. He definitely goes. He goes out there and he leads by example, plays hard. Um, how vocal is he? I'm not really sure. Do you need a vocal leader? I think it helps. I really think you need that clubhouse person. I think that the team is very, uh, they, they, they all play together well. It's a very uh, loose, uh, not uptight type of clubhouse environment. They all kind of, you know, next man up mentality, help each other out, whether it's you know, Mike Zanino out there catching the game, trying to, talk to the pitchers a little bit. Brett Phillips, his attitude out there. I love watching Brett Phillips play. He's out there. He brings a certain excitement to this team. Uh, you know, I'm not sure about how everything's going to work out. I, I like seeing Vieja out there sometimes catching as well. So from an offensive standpoint, I have said it last, last week and a couple other times this year, this team is going to have to rely on their bats more this year than they have in years past. You can't have those spells where uh, we go quiet for two, three, four games. We don't have Snell. We don't have Charlie Morton out there. So we're going to have to rely more on the bats, whatever that means, as far as finding a lineup where people are comfortable, uh, putting people in, in the right position. That'll all come as we play more games because from a pitching standpoint this year, I believe that we definitely are going to have some issues from a pitching standpoint. In years past, what we've been able to do is have our starter go out there, pitch maybe five, maybe six innings, then you go to the relievers and then have a closer come in and preserve the victory. So far this year, we don't have that, and I really don't see um, anyone stepping up at this point to be able to go out there and show that they, you know, they want the ball and, uh, you know, that's it. So, you know, you have Glass now. If you look at what Glass now has done so far, I mean, he's, he's pitched uh, tw- 20 innings and he's only given up, I believe, seven hits. He's done great. Tell me after him what we have so far this year. Yarbrough looks good. A couple innings here or there. Um, He's given up 12 earned runs. Same thing with Rich Hill. He's given up 12 earned runs, 16 hits. Yarbrough's given up 23 hits. Uh, Waka, we'll see see what he does this weekend. So, and we know that Archer's on the uh, injured list with a, a forearm that needs some attention. So, my, my point is, with the pitching staff that we have, I'm confident that as the season goes, we'll be able to improve in that area. I do look for Glass now to have a great year, an MVP-type season. He pitched the other night. I forget what game it was, but I think he threw seven innings, uh, maybe eight, and it was one nothing when he left the game. I thought he was going to have a game where he throws a one-hitter and, and, and loses, actually. So... We were able to win that game. Happy to see that for him and the team. But we need to be able to go out there and have a little bit more confidence. Now, Rich Hill, uh, he's, he's not a spring chicken. I do have confidence that he'll be able to uh, help as, as we go on here. Uh, we'll talk about Michael Walker in a couple of weeks, see how he's doing. Uh, the, the game we just had Thursday night 
where we give up a you know extra inning hit to um, now Cody Reed gave up the home run to Texas. Glad to see us not playing Texas because they seem to give us fits every year. So this weekend we'll be playing the Yankees, of course, division rival. I do believe that at the end of the season, it will be between us and the Yankees to win that American League East, even though the Red Sox are on a um, a nice tear since the beginning of the season. I do think that over the course of a, of a full season, you're going to see them drop down to you know, third or fourth in that division. So from a um, standpoint of playing the Yankees this weekend, we're going to see some action in this game. And I'm not talking about the pitchers and, and batters. I'm talking about people being thrown at. Uh, when these two teams get together, of course, you all know the history. It happened again last weekend, going high and tight to uh, Austin Meadows. Uh, I, I, I want to see us be able to go out there and play a clean game and win, but I also don't want to see us backing down to that type of play. Go out there and dot some eyes if you have to. So I'm not sure if Cash you know, needs to reevaluate Sometimes, but that just might be the spark this team needs as well, because a lot of it is attitude. And when you have a team throwing at one or two of your star players, it definitely makes an impact uh, from a mental standpoint with not just the hitter, but the other team. So someone on the race may have to go renegade if cash isn't allowing it and set the record straight with uh, the Yankees, just so that they know that we're not going to stand for that. Uh, I do hope that we have a nice series this weekend, take at least two out of the three games with the Yankees and continue to improve. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on all of that. If you want to call in at 877-448-7901, you can email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Sticking with baseball for a minute here. I want to talk a little bit about the um, Dodgers and Padres series this weekend. They're out there in Petco Park in San Diego. I believe this is the beginning of one of the best rivalries in baseball that we'll be seeing for the near future. I know we talked about so many times the Yankees and the Red Sox. Uh, You know, I guess you have the Brewers and the Cubs right now, a little heated. Of course, our own Rays and the Yankees. You can say that that's always a uh, contested series right now. And Astros maybe against anyone. Everyone hates Houston at this point. But I think that right now with the Dodgers being what I feel is the best team in baseball on either side, American or National League. 
and the Padres moving up the chain. Uh, I think that those two teams are going to be going at it for a lot of years right now. We'll see how Fernando Tatis, if they do reactivate him off the injured list. Here's a guy who's you know pretty much ripped his shoulder out of his socket about you know eight days ago, nine days ago, and all of a sudden they're going to talk about maybe reactivating him uh, this weekend. We'll see what happens. But I do think it's going to be a great rivalry. I think when you look at um, what the Padres have done in the last couple years, uh, they can go out there and uh, start showing exactly uh, the, the fruits that you, Darvish, Joe Musgrove, they added Blake Snell from the Rays. So with, with that lineup that they have, and don't forget, on the on the, on the the offensive side, they have Manny Machado. Uh, so it's, it's going to be really a, a great matchup to watch. I'm looking forward to watching those games this weekend as well. I think that if you look at the um, National League, you have you know, Kershaw there versus Hugh Darvish tomorrow. Uh, you have, or actually, that's today. And then tomorrow you have Trevor Bauer versus Blake Snell. Uh, that should be a great game as well. So you just keep an eye on on those two teams playing because you're going to see uh, a lot of offense. You're going to see some uh, John, I think, back and forth. I don't think that um, the Padres are in the same league in the same conversation as the Dodgers right now, but I don't think it'll take too much to really get that rivalry up to a point where it's going to be one of the better ones, not just baseball, but I I think in in all the sports. So um, I want to touch on that a little bit. Also, what rivalry do you think is the best rivalry in sports right now? Do you still think it, it could be the... Uh, North Carolina and Duke. Obviously, this year it wasn't. Both teams uh, had very subpar seasons. We talked about the Yankees and the Red Sox. Is that what it um, has been in the past? Has that started to dwindle? Do you think it's the Lakers-Celtics? Is that something from the past that is kind of rekindling in the NBA? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that at 877-448-7901. Or you could email me at sportsatpower901.com. Next week, what we'll do is we'll touch on the answers and uh, break down the rivalries and see which ones are uh, in the top couple right now. Uh, Also, talking a little bit about uh, some of the... Uh, the hockey, we, I want to talk about Vancouver a little bit. They were supposed to start playing again this weekend after being out for almost two weeks with the corona virus up there. Um, the owners said that they really weren't ready to play. They didn't want to rush uh, coming back for fear of maybe having a relapse or whatnot. Now, what do you think about that? If... if Do they need to get all the games in? The NHL has said that they want these teams to play all the games. The regular season ends, I believe, around the uh, May 6th, May 10th, something like that. So if Vancouver came back this weekend, they would have to play 19 games in 29 days to be able to get all the games in. Do you think that that's something 
that uh, needs to be done? Do you think all those games are important? If you ask me, I say the answer is yes. I say if you have a certain amount of games you're playing during the season, you have to do everything you possibly can to be able to get your team to play those games. I don't think it's, it should be uh, anything different. So if you have to play back-to-back games, if you have to play like they'll have to, 19 games and 29 days or something like that, then, then they're going to have to do that. So I think that if you look at uh, the way that it's set up right now, so far they've done a good job, the NHL I'm talking about, being able to uh, follow the protocols and not have a lot of missed games. So love to hear your thoughts on what you think about that. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. You're listening to the GDP Sports Show on Power 90.1. Now, in-home or in-office do-it-yourself COVID-19 testing is available to you. And the results are 99% accurate. Save your time and be safe by avoiding the lines and crowds. You can test yourself and your family members at home. Test your employees at work, making sure your workplace is safe. Simply call Citation Bioscience at the number we're about to give you to order your COVID-19 testing kits. When they arrive, follow the simple instructions and send them back to us with our prepaid shipping. Results are ready the next day in 95% of the cases. And remember, they are 99% accurate and reimbursable by your insurance company. Save your time, stay safe, and avoid the crowds. Order your COVID-19 kits now by calling this number now. 800-433-8399. 800-433-8399. That's 800-433-8399. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the gymnasium, guys. Talking a little bit about the NBA. The season's two-thirds of the way gone right now, uh, so it won't be too much more before we start talking about the playoffs and the seedings and um, see who you like coming out of the East, coming out of the West. Just to remind you, this the way it's going to be set up this year is that the teams that finish one through six in their conference will be guaranteed playoff spots, while the teams finish seven through ten will enter the play-in round, and then we'll see who goes from there. Any team that finishes worse than ten are going to be in the lottery, obviously. So it's not too... Uh, early to start talking about the Eastern and Western conferences. If you look at the East, you have the Sixers, the Bucks, and Brooklyn really are the only three teams that have a real shot, I think, to claim the top seed. Uh, Which one of those three do you think are going to end up being number one? I would have to say if Embiid stays healthy for the Sixers, if Simmons is able to uh, maintain some semblance of health, I would think that the Sixers have the advantage coming out of the, uh, as a one seed in the East. Now, coming out as a one seed doesn't mean that they're going to win the East because if Brooklyn gets their team back healthy, and when I say their team, I'm especially slanting that towards Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. If those three guys are able to get together and play which they really haven't played that many games as a as a unit since they have all gotten there this year. But if they're able to come out and start playing together, then they're going to probably be uh, 
the team in the East to come out of there because you can't match their offensive firepower. They're probably the only team in the NBA that could give up 130 points and still win by 10. And they could do that on a nightly basis once they come back and start playing together. So, you know, you have those three teams that I mentioned, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the um, Nets. And then you also have the Heat, the Celtics, and um, the Hawks most likely in the East. As far as the West goes, you have Utah, Phoenix, the Clippers right now. And, of course, you have the, um, you have the Lakers, Nuggets, Portland, and the Mavericks. So if you, if you look at the West, you have teams like the Lakers where LeBron hasn't played since, I believe, early March. I think it was March 20th when he went down with uh, a leg injury. I don't think that uh, Anthony Davis has played since February, the middle of February. So they're not playing. They're, they're pretty much resting right now. And I look for them to be fresh come playoff time. So it's, it's interesting. We'll see what happens again. We still have a third of the season to go. But I do look for it to get a little bit more exciting here in the next uh, no, month to six weeks. Who's your pick? Who do you like? Do you think it's going to be the uh, Sixers in the East? Do you think that Brooklyn's going to tighten it up and uh, I'd probably be Brooklyn and the Sixers in the finals in the East and the uh, Lakers, Clippers possibly in the West. Love to hear you have to say. 877-448-7901. Sports at power901.com. Let me know what you have to think. As usual, the time goes by way too fast on our show. It's been my pleasure to, to talk with all of you this morning. Hopefully you have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, let's hope that the Rays can go out there and take care of business against the Yankees and we'll have a uh, lot to talk about next week at this time. As always, stay diligent, stay safe, above all, stay positive, and we'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show. This is Jim Barron saying have a great weekend. Thank you.